This is exactly right. Guys, today we're very excited to be sharing the network premiere episode of Lady to Lady, the newest podcast that we're adding to our Exactly Right family. Lady to Lady is hosted by three stand-up comics and real-life best friends, Babs Gray, Tess Barker, and Brandy Posey. And each week they invite a special guest to play sleepover games, answer advice, and delve into ridiculous tangents. Upcoming guests include Beth Stelling, Annalie Ashford, and Sona Movsesian. The Exactly Right premiere episode features Karen Kilgara. <laughs> New episodes are every Wednesday. Plus, they have 300 back episodes with tons of amazing artists. Enjoy the Exactly Right Network premiere episode here and then head over to Lady to Lady for a brand new episode out today. Subscribe to Lady to Lady on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. If you like what you hear, write the ladies a review. And follow them on Instagram at Lady to Lady Comedy, on Twitter at Lady the number two lady comedy and on Facebook at lady, the word to lady comedy. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm Babs Gray. And it's a good day when you find out it isn't your backstreet boy. That's into QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brandy Posey. And I can assure you these skeleton gloves are strictly professional. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker. And if food is bad for you, it should taste good. Mm -hmm. And this is lady to lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. For everyone that's the fucking best Come on baby It's time to hang out With your favorite ladies Ladies and ladies Ladies and ladies Oh my gosh you guys We're here We Yay. did it Oh my god Woo! we made it through the road trip We got all the snacks we have arrived We are on exactly right <laughs> Absolutely. So excited. The last episode of the podcast. We did it. We're at the very end. We're all done. <laughs> We're doing one episode on Exactly Right, and that's Slam. it. <laughs> Um, we're so excited to be on the network and we're so excited to have our first guest co-host of the My Favorite Murder podcast, Karen Kilgariff. Oh, hi everybody. Those are the <laughs> oh my god, you guys shipped in children for me? Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Yeah, we yeah. have a tiny drawer of them. Yeah. Um, it's a subscription service. The cutest yeah. little children mm -hmm. cheering for me. Yeah. Or we, we checked we checked their uh we, we did the COVID test up their noses before recording too. <laughs> Every single time. Good. And that great, wasn't cheering, it was crying. Yeah, yeah, you're just like got your nose, and then that means you tested it. You know, uh, it's a whole their yeah, nasal yeah. cavity. Yeah. But if you took if you took their nose away, could you get COVID? You know what yeah. I mean? I think so. Yeah, because okay. all the, um, what do they call those things? The uh, droplets? The, all the droplets would go further without yeah. the nasal all right. cavity. Let, we don't need all droplet right. talk. Just no droplet to, talk. Just trying to figure it out. That's fair. That's valid. That's, I'm not a scientist. We're getting to the bottom of it. <laughs> Thanks for sitting through our theme song. We decided to bring back on Zoom. We're playing the theme songs in person again. And it's really fun because we're really just holding the guest hostage while they listen to bad songs that we've made. Mm -hmm. It's kind of it's my favorite part of podcasting is when the guest doesn't know when to come in and makes weird noises or says one <laughs> word or fucks up the intro. I do it every time where I'm just like, wait, you just said a thing I need to say the thing i don't care if anyone said my name before <laughs> totally well and the songs on zoom really add another special level because it's also us, us like all kind of dancing but not looking at the screen because it would be weird to make that eye would contact be with you to if we stared each other dead in the eyes that'd be yeah. too yeah, silence of the lambs where it's just yeah. like mm, mm -hmm. dancing right and into I, the camera. I say that as a person who's been to both a silent disco and one of those like 7 a.m dance parties that we went to so yeah. i actually can't believe i've only been to half of that with you <laughs> uh, I've been to both. I've been to both because the silent disco was at a Taco Bell influencer house. Uh, <laughs> what did it smell like there? Bad, uh, pretty bad. You you know you know what it smelled like. It smelled like yeah, be a, a combination of beef, cheese, and you know lettuce in, in each room, and yeah. uh, and uh, some kind of like uh, geo for men. It like yeah, some right. kind of bad cologne. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a Mountain Dew Blast cologne for them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I, oh, my gosh. A Baja Blast. It's the only thing that takes me to Taco Bell. I love it. It's my favorite mm. soda. Mm. It was like they rented this house in Silver Lake mm. at, to like roll out the grillers. Do you remember the, the grillers? Which are now off the menu. I yeah. just love the 
idea. You know, that was like a two year project. There was a project manager about the Grillers rollout. Yeah. Like there were so many serious meetings, I'm sure, about this party. They had a meeting at at uh, Taco Bell where they were like, how can we compete with 7-Eleven? They've got those rollers. We need to go up against the rollers. We need a food that's circular and that can get stuck on a, some kind of round grill all day long. Yeah, exactly. But can have its like coagulated grease kind of showcased by the lighter above said rollers. Yes. I mean, yeah. that is the thing about 7-Eleven is I guess you don't get that as much because at other when you're going to fast food place, it's all hidden back there. But 7-Eleven, they're like, no, we're displaying it. Yeah. We want you to see every inch of this shiny hot dog. Look at what and you're Frank- picking. Look at <laughs> it. Frankly, frankly, I respect their transparency. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I like to know that pizza has been there for hours. Thank you so much. I will stop by it anyway because I have depression. Thank you. <laughs> I remember when I, I went to buy a pizza there once and the guy like didn't even tell me not to. He just did this little like shake of the head like he was. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like he knows the camera's on him and he can't say the words out loud. He's just like, it was like someone had a gun to his back. He was just like, don't do it. Don't do it. What if he, so did you do it? I did it, of course. You still did it. She can't be told. Barbara Gray cannot be told. Absolutely I can not. eat anything. I am a garbage disposal. I was like, you think this is going to take me down? Absolutely not. <laughs> but what if he was trying to tell you he's the one? He's like, I keep rubbing that on the front of my pants. Like, he's trying to tell you he's the Again, one Again, not there. a deal breaker. At, <laughs> Only is it a, a clean uniform? Yeah. <laughs> I really think he was trying to like be kind to me and be like, as a person who's been here for the past Sounds six to like eight it. hours, yeah, I don't think no. that you should do this. And I was just like, this is ageism. I will eat this pizza. I don't care how old it is. <laughs> Honestly, frankly, I'm impressed that your 7-Eleven work, work, worker cared that much. Uh, our 7-Eleven, Tess and I live near each other. Um, it changed over to new owners about a year ago. And now it's just run by there apathetic, goes the neighborhood. apathetic yeah. teenagers are running um, our stuff. Yeah. And, we used to um, have a great staff. We used to have yeah. a really solid team over there. And <laughs> yeah, now the teens are on their phone. They don't care. <laughs> I love it when like a big a big chain says under new management because you're like, what? Okay. What happened yeah. over here? <laughs> it's That's, a 7-Eleven. I don't, I don't come here for the customer service. It's never been a part of it. You make <laughs> me serve myself in almost every capacity. Exactly. Don't worry about the management. <laughs> yeah you'll see those big banners outside one and it's like are, what was happening before oh god yeah. i don't want to know you're still not Carl's gonna let gone. me use the bathroom right so who cares <laughs> yes. exactly are the- you gonna change the way you hand me back my change for my five gatorades three string cheeses and a candy bar like whatever okay <laughs> i will say i i've talked about this before but i'm a huge i love 7-eleven it's honestly one of my favorite stores period it makes me feel so safe like <laughs> wherever you are in this great nation like if you can find a sevy you're gonna be all right yes. like it has what you it's like a first aid kit for mm-hmm. america true <laughs> yes yeah it's like if Star- starbucks went like did a lot of molly is what 7-eleven is it's kind of what it feels like i mean i feel like 7-eleven's been around before starbucks right oh yeah I yeah, yeah. Because so. we had a 7 yeah. Eleven near my grammar school, and we weren't, it was a school rule you were not allowed to go to 7 Eleven. So I was just like breaking this rule in five, four, three. And, I would, <laughs> and going in there was, it It was like because it was forbidden, it was like every, oh, yeah. every sense was heightened and every, like every item, you had every item memorized. What I love is since, you know, say I was in junior high, they have really developed the um, jerky aisle and the <laughs> jerky gummy aisle where that yes. used to almost yes. not exist. Like no. maybe you got some at the end of the aisle as like the specialty, you know, Slim Jims hanging down in a row. But mm. now it's almost like they're trying to say, oh, for all of you vegans or all of you people that like care about your carbs come around the corner from like the, all the different kinds of Snickers and you can get, you know, I don't know, peanuts. Oh. Imagine. They're like. Do you like to chew, but you're tired of gum? Well, have we oh, got have you? Well, come to aisle three. Yeah, I have exactly. to say, I my boyfriend, I, I was talking to him about gummy candies, and I was like, you know, peach gummies, and he didn't know what they were, and it was like a, a weird moment. What? 
Yeah. Where's he from? No. Yeah, where's he from? He's from up, upstate New Rochester. York. Rochester. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. They for sure have peaches in Rochester. They absolutely do. Me. It was one of those things where you're like, did we grow up in like an alternate universe? How do you not know what peach gummies are? Do you prefer the, the O's or like the, the solid ones that are like little rocks you could skip across a pond? <laughs> solid. The solid ones solid. taste yeah, a little better. One. I like an yeah. O. I grew up on O's. Oh. This is some West Coast, <laughs> East Coast shit. Okay. Got this it. is, you know what it is? There's a tactile... I, I do love both because peach is kind of my favorite gummy candy flavor. Mm-hmm. The the Haribo kind, which are the solid ones, are just like the first time I had that I was just like, may I speak to the chef? But <laughs> <laughs> but those rings, it really it's like you're eating a, a truly like you're eating plastic, which is part of what I'm in it for in the whole exactly. gummy area because. Mm-hmm. But, when I was sorry, but when I was in sixth grade, I got a Hello Kitty pen and pencil set with these erasers that smelled like fruit. But it was like they smelled so good that I would just hold them under my nose like all day, like the weirdest girl in class. And my fantasy and then sometimes I would bite on them if nobody was around. And mm-hmm. my fantasy was, why doesn't Hello Kitty come out with erasers you can eat? And then truly like that year, gummy gummy candy was shipped to America so like in 82, <laughs> where I was like, oh, my God, my dreams. I'm manifesting. Um, so I feel like gummy rings are really going into that area of like, you're probably not supposed to eat this, but you can. They feel yeah, very be, plasticky. Yeah. Because very just, plasticky. The, just the flat part, you could at least kind of operate under the assumption that it's a dried fruit. You know, mm-hmm. a, a circular O that resembles a binder sticker. <laughs> your brain's not, your brain has no no illusions about it. Yeah, yeah. The, it has the mouth feel of a keychain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Florida '86, but you're yes. eating it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I okay. While we're on the topic of this. In Willy Wonka and the Chocolate and the Chocolate Factory, is that the name of the movie? The book, I, I always I think it's like that. Charlie. Then, whatever. There's yeah, a few anyway, varieties. We, we know yeah. what you're talking about. The, the original movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. Which? What did you guys want to eat the most? Like, what oh, was your... the wallpaper? The wallpaper. <laughs> but you only like the wallpaper, so you just wanted to lick, taste the wallpaper. Yeah, well, I think it's kind of what you were talking about, Karen. Of like, I always like scratch and sniff stuff was like that for me. Like, oh, I always yeah. wanted to eat my scratch and sniff markers and stuff like that. So to me, the wallpaper was like the the closest uh, the closest thing to that. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I always when he has that butter cup when they're in the chocolate room. Yeah, and he drinks out of it. Yep. He drinks it, yeah. and then he bites it, and then he bites, bites it. it. That's it. That's really that good. was totally it for me, Barb. Too. Where the first time I saw him do that, and the look on his face, I was just like, oh, "Could you imagine if you could eat teacups like in the weirdest like, as if that was what I'd been dreaming of all my life?" Or just like, "You don't even drink tea. What do you? Why are you this excited?" Sometimes something just needs to click for you, and you're like, "I didn't even know I wanted that." Yeah. And now all I want and now I buy things I don't want or need all the time <laughs> yeah hooray pure imagination yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah the chocolate lazy river was like a constant thought in my head at all times I was yeah. like ooh, if I could just tube through that and just I guess you could just be in a tube and then have like straws on either side mm-hmm. if you guys yep. want to go in a river that looks like that just go up to central California <laughs> <laughs> very fair yeah Stockton Sacramento they have a lot of rivers that look like that <laughs> I remember watching that, though, and being like, when Augustus Gloop goes into that river and he's like splashing around and gets sucked in the tube, I'm like, that's not chocolate. That's water. That's like, it's very watery. It's so watery that I was just like, that's not even a good chocolate river. Where it's like, (laughs) I I, I think just to abate my jealousy a little bit, I was just like, it's not what you're dreaming it is. So don't be that jealous of Augustus Gloop (laughs) dying in chocolate right now. Like, like, I like the fact that, th- that this kid ends up getting suctioned up into a tube and you still had to quell your jealousy. I was just him. like, <laughs> okay, this is another weird fantasy f- slash fetish I didn't know I had. But just work through it. Calm down. Calm down. I think that movie unlocked a lot for a lot of people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I just say, we'll, let's talk about every scene. But yes. when, there was something that really happened to me when... 
I saw the four grandparents in one bed. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what if it was discussed. I don't know. it Like attraction, repulsion. I'm not sure. But it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. It was also like, <laughs> please tell me what happened. Did it happen to all of them at once? Like, was it a terrible car accident? Are they fucking yeah. lazy as hell? Like, how are grandparents <laughs> just laying in bed all day facing each other? Then it's like they're also married to each other, but then in the same bed with another couple like everything about that was titillating horrifying like what this is a fantasy yeah. world that's gone wrong mm-hmm. you don't think about that often but they were their in-laws they were yeah. it was very kinky <laughs> very was. kinky yes yeah absolutely it, it wasn't that big of a bed i was just like do they sleep is this just like a they don't have a couch every i had a thousand questions i think it was just that that's all they could that's all they could afford but then there is a whole there's a really like anti-grandpa joe movement online <laughs> because <laughs> there is there's a very, down a notch yes yeah. people have tried to cancel grandpa joe because <laughs> when <laughs> Roll doll character. God damn you fucking assholes. But no, because when he, like, when Charlie shows up with the chocolates, all of a sudden Joe can fucking walk for the first time in like 30 years. Yes. Everyone's like, this guy could have worked. Fuck them. They're making him and his mom work all the time. In the meanwhile, he could obviously get out of that bed anytime he wanted. So it's a whole thing. And also, he's the one who like fucks it up for them in the factory oh, when, he go- factory when he goes. When he goes into the you know the birth yeah. Thing, sorry, but. I'm sorry, Grandpa <laughs> Joe is human. A B. Do you know anything about inspiration? Where if you have if you're depressed and you have no inspiration, then suddenly an eight year old comes in and he's like, "I want a fucking contest." You're like, "Oh my god, I'm digging it out of somewhere." Like he's a human being. Everybody, exactly. That'll be like, oh, I'm gonna back in the before time. And I'd be like, I'm going to stay in tonight and just watch reality TV. And then I find out about an event that has like open bar or free food. Yes. Suddenly, guess who That's can get true. dressed? Guess who yeah. can dig I, it out? Yeah. Completely. I think yeah. my biggest, my biggest grandpa Joe moment personally, I can, re- I can recall was I was about to show my boyfriend Friday Night Lights like for the, the first episode. And then I got mm. a text saying Tommy Wiseau was at a party. <laughs> that and- was from me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was texting me that Tommy was always at a party. And I had that moment where I was like, I have to I have to Grandpa Joe right now. Like, I can't sit. <laughs> That's what it is. It's Grandpa yeah. Joeing. But I just to be totally honest, like the reason this is making me laugh so hard is because for the past like eight years, I've been Grandma Josephining so hard where I'm just like, nothing's getting me off off this couch slash bed slash weird sex thing with these other old people. I'm staying staying in. Good luck, everybody. I hope you love it because I'm staying here. We've all regressed into Josephine. That's where we all are. And I will say, I mean, I feel like there were entire years in my 20s where my friends and I were smoking so much pot that we grandpa and grandma joe by default on a couch yes like it was just a sectional that we just didn't leave and we would just dominoes would bring us what we needed right (laughs) i mean that that part of it is the fantasy part for me where it's just like it would be just fun to lay in bed with your friends all day and just kind of let the world come to you if it chooses to and then if not you're just kind of in this little shitty house you know chatting about the old days or whatever like (laughs) i don't know it didn't seem that bad can we get Postmates on the line to do a commercial for them about this? Like, hey, what if Grandpa <laughs> oh Joe, what if they didn't get the ticket and they just ordered food until they you died? You know that that is a video. Yeah, that's a commercial we're about to see for sure. Where they yeah. like somehow CGI them into something. They're like, yeah. who, I mean, really won? I, who really yeah. won that day? It's exactly. actually Grandpa yeah. George and Grandma Georgina. Yeah. I mean, just just to play devil's advocate, Grandpa Joe, he got up, he had to get dressed. That was like a long day at the factory. He had to deal with all those other asshole kids. Ugh. The other three, they got to nap, yeah. eat soup, <laughs> hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know they shared the money when they came home. <laughs> but yeah, they yeah, had they to. S- they still moved into the factory. Yeah, they, they all didn't moved have in there. to do anything. That's yeah. right. That, that thruple, they still earned it, which is super unfair, but... You know, life's not fair, Karen. I would say this to the the Grandpa Joe cancelers is that although he did touch the side, the side of the the fizzy burping machine or whatever it's called and fuck things up, he did stand up to Willy Wonka. 
and like, yeah. you know, this is wrong of you. I mean, that is a, such a great speech in that movie and such a great performance and such a great moment of like to break a little boy's heart. You know what I mean? Like he really did. He grandpa Joe himself throughout that tour and throughout that whole day. It was pretty. Wait, ins- is pretty Billy inspiring. Wonka really? Is it Grandpa Joe's story? <laughs> hey. Have we just been looking at it from the wrong perspective? I think it's Ver- it's obviously Veruca Salt's story, and it always has. Oh been. yeah. So. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to be very candid. I'm going to be very candid. That is absolutely the character I relate to the most. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tess, that's the most obvious statement I've ever heard in my life. You've always been a Veruca Salt. Oh, like yeah. I I have no patience. I yeah. I mean. And, you know, for the most part, it's worked out, like, pretty well. I don't, like, live in an era where I need to have a lot of patience. No. Uh, <laughs> Quite the opposite. <laughs> All right. We have to take a break. But should we should we tell Karen what the special thing that we did to jo- for joining? Oh, exactly. yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Before oh, we go to break, we did. We found out that we could officially become ladies on the Internet somehow. <laughs> so <laughs> in what country? Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> So we and each- guess what website we found this on, Karen? Scotland.com. Goop. goop. It was a goop thing. <laughs> I forgot oh, it was on goop. Shit. Yeah, we bought we bought ourselves goop lady titles. We own mm-hmm. we each own three meters of land in Scotland, oh. and we were officially ladies. Holy shit! <laughs> you guys are come- marketing geniuses. <laughs> we wanted to come correct to exactly right. Hell yeah, you better yeah. come correct. <laughs> so yeah, someday we will go there and do a show on those nine meters of land. Yeah, we each stand on our own respective meter <laughs> to like stand on a chair and then someone gets on your shoulders and like exactly <laughs> i clearly have no idea how big a meter is <laughs> we're gonna find I... out we are, we will find out how big our p- parcels of land actually are okay good. yeah we'll figure it's it out amazing congratulations all to all three of you ladies thank you oh, so much <laughs> thank you so much karen um, thank you so much all right we'll all right, take guys. a break <laughs> be right back <laughs> Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with Karen Kilgariff. Hey. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, Karen, um, this is very exciting because we've been doing the podcast for a very long time uh, and we do like a fun little game with our guests in the second segment. And we decided to unveil a brand new game oh, for you shit. on this episode. Great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's serious. New game, new theme song. Mm-hmm. Let's, everybody, let's roll. World premiere. Bra, bra. Business. Business. Please be advised. <laughs> Questions. <laughs> business questions. Are we moving the needle? We've got some business. Pull up a chair. Would you like some water? <laughs> business <laughs> questions. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> Do you, really don't doubt it. business questions, please. That <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. I think it's a bop. I, also, I love like, Karen, you're like a legitimately really talented musician. And we're like, you know, just a little something we put together. Uh. <laughs> But you know, I have a song called Business Situation. So do you? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Oh, I'm yes. right there with this whole theme. I'm I'm about it. OK, so perfect. I think we sensed that. It. We were like, Karen, will be a good one to, to break the business. What if we had just yes. completely ripped it off and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you're doing like acapella four part harmony where I'm like, this sounds familiar. I... <laughs> OK, so, yeah, we have some business related, you know, slash interview questions just to mm-hmm. get to know our guests a little bit better. So mm-hmm. Love how about it. you just, you know, how about you just tell us a little bit about yourself to start oh, off? With. Great. Thanks so much for asking. Yeah. First of all, I'm really, I'm really happy to be here. I'm glad we could all make this time work. Um, <laughs> let's see. Definitely went to grammar school and junior high um, and graduated. And then I went to high school, graduated, um, which really delightful experience. Uh, um, went to Sacramento State University, flunked out. Um, after a year and a half thank you I was really proud of that great great. parents felt good about it I wasted tons of their money Um, I attempted to go to junior college after that many times and um, failed all all of those times and um, yeah so then I basically kind of I knew it was a perfect fit to not go to school anymore for me Um, and so (laughs) 
what better way to celebrate my total inertia and laziness but to st- start stand-up comedy um so i did that um and you know through a series of amazing um events and happenstances i got myself um into the position of being a professional podcaster so you know there's some stories in between but we only have what three more hours in this interview so i think that you can save them for the second round okay great very Very impressive if she gets through if she gets through yeah well yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) tell me your biggest weakness i guess my biggest weakness is how strong i am um, the st- <laughs> strength, yeah, strength. Wow, I've never be. heard that answer before. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. And are we like what kind of strength? Because I think I I can like squat, you know, a decent amount of pounds. But mm-hmm. like, what kind of strength? I hate that word because it describes it perfectly. Squat. <laughs> squat. Yeah, it's so dead on, and yeah. it's onomatopoeia. <laughs> my strength comes in sheer volume of my voice, um, which is. <laughs> I th- I'm starting to learn over the years, not in my control. Um, so I think that's great if, if um, like I'm ever lost in a parking structure, I, I can solve that really quickly. Um, <laughs> and then just, do you see this fucking mosquito? Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. I didn't get it. Oh, no. um, other than that, I think, uh, yeah, just kind of my, my um, dedication to never changing my mind or listening to others, I think is, <laughs> is really the shape of my strength. I would say it is, it is Great. like, you know, I, as a, as a fellow loud person, big voice person, um, it is a weird moment where I, I think that thing about yourself where as I get older, where I'm like, Oh, these are just things about myself that I know might be annoying to other people. And I just have to be okay with because yes. this is not, yeah, this is who I am yeah. because you can't help it. If you were just born a bit much, thank you thank you that's you lady gaga song we're not saying that about you we're saying about ourselves i was born a bit much five six seven eight and a one and a two and a three i you know what's funny is i remember um being somewhere and everybody it was a job or some kind of thing where everybody else was very soft spoken and i don't know why i was fucking there but i was trying to and i remember it it dawned on me and i was probably like in my mid to late 30s that there there were people who weren't raised with people in their house yelling from four rooms away like there was never not somebody my dad was constantly like turn off the bathroom light like there was always Mm -hmm. that vault like regular i think i've told this story a ton of times but my dad used to answer the phone and when it would be for me i'd be like hello and my friend would be like oh sorry are you in trouble and i'd be like no what are you talking about it's just that my dad's like hello hold on a second he's always yelling always so it took me a long time to realize that like as that my loud girl status although there were times where i was like i wish i was shy or whatever and then it just kind of like sorry it's like the way i was raised it feels necessary to me yeah I've an, I've an interesting combination of both because my house was like a quiet house growing up, but my best friend across the street was a loud house. Mm. Like everyone yelled oh. in her home. So whenever I'd go to her home, it was like a yelling home. And then I'd come back to mine and it was like a quiet, all the lights are off and it's dark. Like, and nobody's here. Home. <laughs> That's why you it was can great. Go adapt to any situation, Brandy. I'm a chameleon. I don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's why if like everybody anybody gets in fights, if I yell, it was very normal in my family because my there's a lot of bullshit going on. Yeah. So like I'm like, oh, this is just something we come back from, but that's not how everyone acts, you know? Yes. So I didn't I don't know that. And I'm like, for me this is just normal, but for yeah. a lot of people it's not. I also on top of that, like I'm half deaf. <laughs> So there's that. <laughs> <Can't even> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then also like my siblings and I are essentially a pack of hyenas. Mm. Like we all have the same laugh and we, the same exact sense of, of, of humor. So when we laugh, it just becomes this chorus of jackals and we all just escalate each other. And I take that out to the real world with me. That's just how I operate. Love it. Yeah. And you don't adjust it. I mean, that is one of my first 
when I think back to the time where you guys asked me to do the lady to lady live show, which is when I very first started doing stand up again. And I was like, well, this is exciting, like a live podcast. I had no idea what was going on or who you guys were or whatever. <laughs> and like, I first of all, when I first met you, I was just like, mm-hmm, cool girls. OK, good. Thank God. Like, whatever. <laughs> but then one yeah. of the first funny things that happened on stage and Tess started laughing and I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> like, it was my favorite because you don't the fact that you don't try to change it at all is my favorite thing. You're just like, no, this is what you're getting. The end. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't care if it's the senior citizen talent show. Like I'm tap dancing and I'm bringing jazz hands in there will be more choreography. Hell yes. Like, yeah. Thank you. What was Thank that you. show? Was that San Francisco or was that something no, else? It was, was that not Sketchfest? Uh, Maybe well, it wasn't. The f- I thought the first one I did was at that like Wolfpack Theater, whatever that one was. Oh, in Santa that's Monica. what it was. It yeah. was. And then you did that one, the other one later. Yeah, yeah, that's and Joe it. Joe Wengert came on and did characters, and there was all kinds of shit going on where I was just like, <laughs> yeah. guys, I'm back. <laughs> guys, comedy. <laughs> comedy friends. Comedy feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it was. Now I'm um, sad. <laughs> Karen, uh, can well, can we? Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get back to the interview. Uh, <laughs> Good, I agree. No, no, it's great. It's really great getting to know you like this. Um, but uh, what what kind of work environment do you like best? I guess a cave. Um, <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. Do you I like a, a little cavernous uh, space? I I do like. Um, you know what's funny? If I'm actually really working, and when I think mm-hmm. of that, it's usually writing or some something laptop based, where I'm just kind of like focused in. My favorite thing is I know that I'm kind of like in the flow. Please forgive me for using that term, but like I'm in it when the everything, like all the lights go down, the the sun goes down, everything gets dark, mm-hmm. and I'm just like in the computer. That's my favorite feeling of like um, actual kind of creative like the creative thing is happening and I'm in that trance and I don't really know how much time has passed. So yeah, I think um, if it's small and warm and there's like some carpet and it's not too, like I cannot stand fluorescent lights. I, yeah. they make me mm-hmm. ill. Um, so yeah, I think like warmth, earth tones are nice. Um, small kind of smallness is nice. And, uh, and I do like quiet for being a loud person. You know, there's there's so many contradictions in me, um, which I think is one of the more fascinating things about me. I'm still doing the character. (laughs) Still trying to do the character. No, we're coming in and out. It's perfect. Do you not? Do you write with silence or do you write with like white noise or classical music or something? Sometimes I do classical music. But then if you get like I'll try to do some kind of like a you know, sleepy time playlist type of thing. Cause if you get into the wrong classical music, it's like suddenly you're like, Oh, I better turn this in. I'm like, you realize you're panicking because you're just acting along to the soundtrack in your head. So yeah, I yeah. try to do like the other day I had something to do and I found a spa playlist on, on Apple music. And it was hilarious. Mm. Cause there was no, it was like that, you know, those kind of weird, it sounds like just general keyboard noises where it's like, mm, whatever, where mm-hmm. there's nothing to focus on or, distract you but it's kind of definitely filling filling the space um so things like that but uh yeah that or just nothing i have to have that too i can't like i can have like some shitty tv going on in the background but i cannot really when you're writing you can have tv on um not writing no if i'm doing work graphics work and stuff like that not no writing is for sure i can't have any other words like around me correct yeah same (laughs) yeah yeah i think in a perfect world i'd have a theremin player that just played (laughs) But that's just all for all your Halloween scripts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm just a little spooky all the time. Um, (laughs) This is Gustav, my theremin player. Yeah, that's good. If you were just playing Halloween haunted house noises. (laughs) (laughs) My my, my favorite slamming and stuff. Yeah, that's my favorite. Can I recommend to you guys? I have this app called Ohm Writer. This is like a legit recommendation. And it's like four or five bucks, but it plays like pretty music and it takes up your full screen with your word processor so you can't see anything else. And the sexiest part about it is when you type, it makes like an exaggerating typey sound. It's Ooh. so nice. This does sound, it does sound, the music with it, it sounds like something, yeah, you'd like hearing because it does have that kind of like, it's kind of that like flowy, like womb noise or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Almost like yes. if it's filling up, um, 
it like the feeling of you having your ears filled up. So then you're not mm-hmm. it just like you're it's the opposite of a TV on where you'd be distracted and start concentrating on something else. It's like you can't concentrate yeah. on anything else. I love that feeling. Exactly. Yeah. It's like putting like one of those dog cones around your brain. <laughs> yeah. Own <laughs> writer. Okay. I like it. I started getting into, I mean, getting into, I went to like one sound bath or whatever before all this shit happened. I love a sound bath. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're so good for that. And I'm, I'm going to Joshua Tree in a few weeks. And I was like, man, I would love to do that. But COVID is too crazy. So mm-hmm. I'm like at that point where it's like, all right, you going to invest in a crystal bowl or like what's about to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Barb, will you explain to me what a sound bath is? Just because I'm not totally so positive. So it sounds like something you would like. It's not, it's in a lot of those spa playlists and stuff, but it's like a crystal bowl that they kind of, I don't know what they're using to make the sound, but they do move something around it, various ones, and they all have different tones. And they do, they kind of fill up the room. But yeah. if you're in person, it like makes your body vibrate. It's really crazy. Ooh. It, it kind of sounds like if a wind chime was really high. <laughs> Yeah. Just like, drugs? Kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a re- that really like whoa, 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 sound kind of. Okay, I think <laughs> I like. I think I know different. what you mean. Yeah, and it's yeah. like this is really like hippy dippy, but like you can do you can like YouTube sound baths and those are cool too. But like when you do them in person, you can feel the vibration of the sound in your body. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. cool. The last time I did, it, I really felt like I was like floating afterwards. It was pretty crazy. That's very cool. Yeah. I went to one in Vegas like two years ago because I was performing at Punk Rock Bowling um, and like I was there for four days and it was just like a festival, all day festival thing. And like the third day I woke up and I was like, I need to be in a quiet place that isn't <laughs> in the sun. And then I found like a weird way, 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 way off strip like hippie shop that was doing sound baths that day. And then I just like took a nap underneath of a brass pyramid. And oh my god it. that's a perfect vegas yeah. like fix okay fix up. it fixed everybody it. say what's your favorite public nap you've ever taken <laughs> <laughs> this is an interview question karen okay I, All right. I did fall asleep in a bowling alley once and that felt good <laughs> that's Ooh, yeah, very that's nice. loud it, that's like you being an infant where like loud noises actually make you fall asleep yeah. they kind of do i can definitely like i can go i can go out hard if i need to why did you fall asleep in a bowling alley? I don't remember. I just remember the sensation of being like, this is weird and falling and falling asleep. I don't This know. is weird. I'm leaving. Duh. And then you just put your head down. I have yeah, zero yeah. other context than I know it was at a bowling alley. <laughs> God, I'm, I'm trying to think because I also, I'm the same way where I can, I can sleep whenever I want. And if I'm mm-hmm. tired... I just go to sleep and I, I kind of don't have a ton of control over it. It's like, uh oh, so I've definitely <laughs> slept in like I've slept through so many like movies at the new art kind of thing where I'm just like, sure. well, I wish I was smart enough to <laughs> you know, like that kind of done yeah. that a lot. Um, God. I mean, beach nap is for sure. I think my oh, favorite beach nap is my great. favorite nap of that all is time nice. is a beach nap. Except yeah. for I'm very much fear um, sunburn. And that is like within yeah. 20 minutes, I will be like, r- have to be rushed to the hospital for melanoma. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just got to get a pop up thing. You got to get a little uh, shade. True. Okay. Yeah. That's solved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Now you're going to get the job instead of me because that was such a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) I think the the one that I enjoy the most is when you fall asleep during a massage. Mm, Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the greatest. Like you get past the point where like, oh, I'm so sore or whatever. My the reason was that I booked this massage. And then you get Mm. to the point where you kind of like it's the person putting their hand on your back and going like, okay, that's it. You can get dressed. And you're like, what? That hasn't been like, that's my favorite because you know, then you're, mm-hmm. then I you actually relax. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've scheduled some relaxation and actually done it. <laughs> yeah. I did a float tank once and I don't know if I fell asleep or not, but I also don't know if I was awake. Mm. <laughs> well, you, you officially lost time. I think you got abducted. Yeah. That's yeah. the goal. Where, that's the goal. Did you have your wallet at the end? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, there was nothing in it so <laughs> you spent it all on the float tank <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this is my favorite public nap but it's my most memorable um when i was in high school i used to take classes at the junior college like after school and in the summer and stuff and i was so tired studying for finals that i fell asleep on you know whatever piece of grass the quad or whatever and i woke up because that junior college was in doing a production of the crucible <laughs> 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 and several 
my gosh. Several, <laughs> several cast members were dressed as pilgrims in the quad to like promote the show. So I like woke up in the middle of the sunlight in public to a bunch of pilgrims swarming around me. <laughs> Did you think you time traveled for like half a second? We were like, oh shit. It was, yeah, it was so disorienting because I already was like sleeping in broad sunlight and then to have pilgrims in the mix. It was a lot. One year, uh, we went to Disneyland for like senior all night Disneyland bullshit that I don't, mm-hmm. I already don't like most of what I just was talking about. And it was like, you get there at 11 and you, and you leave at six in the morning or some insane shit like that. Yeah. We did that too. Yeah. Ugh. Gra- grad Loved night, it. I guess, or whatever they call grad it. Night. Yeah. And yeah. at around like 1.30 a.m., I was just like, well, I'm going to sleep on this bench because I'm not... Fa- like, we've walked all around. I've already been here several times. Like, this isn't new or fresh. All these, like, packs of seniors are walking around. Like, I don't know if people were expected to, like socialize i don't know what the fucking point was but i was just like this sucks <laughs> and i laid down and went to sleep and i remember there was a couple of people that walked by and be like oh that's really fun or i'd be like compared to what i'm not gonna pretend like i like big mice like what are you talking about <laughs> this is stupid uh, Karen, as someone so who mad. went to that same i went to that same grad night at disneyland uh and here's what you did wrong here's what you didn't do drugs cocaine because yes. <laughs> yeah because exactly. I did ecstasy that night and it was truly one of the happiest nights of my life. Like Aww. there's nothing like being on hard drugs on the Peter Pan ride. <laughs> nothing. Like that. Oh shit, that would be amazing. Yeah. Damn it. I just took it at face value like a goddamn idiot. But that's the good thing about that is I am in an interview right now and I don't do drugs. Oh, that's hey. that's a great point. Hey, I love tell about about you know what yes. you didn't do. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. We were talking about the float tank. Did we ever talk about that update we got from the girl who runs one or not? Oh, no, we didn't. Let, what was we the should, update? We should. Hold where on. is that? Let me find it real quick. Let me find it real quick. Uh, is it oh, bad man. news about float no, tanks? We had been wondering about if a guy jizzes in the float tank, if they can tell. <laughs> <laughs> we had a, a little not inquiry. Not in the white ones. <laughs> <laughs> but there was someone who runs, who runs them somewhere, and she had let us know. Um, I mean, they must drain them, right? At they least have to clean them. They have to. No, they do. But she said it's very obvious, basically, when it happens, and that. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a different. It's like a oil and water. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not, not to put too fine of a point on it. <laughs> but uh, she basically said, "Yeah, it's very <laughs> easy to tell." Oh yeah, did you find it? Here, here it is. Um, okay, hi, love y'all, but couldn't help but. Uh, mention I own a float tank in Louisville, Kentucky. Weightless KY, in case you ladies live in Louisville. Fun float tank. Jizz. Uh, float. Fun float f- tank. Fact. Jizz is not water soluble, so it's easy to spot. Dudes who decide to ignore our liability waiver and $500 cleaning fee are immediately shamed, tarred, and feathered on the way out the door. Nice. Um, <laughs> uh, come to Louisville and we'll give you the VIP treatment. So, okay, so yes. just, anyway, we solved that now problem. We now we we know. Yeah, so yeah, just you don't have to worry about that. There. <laughs> yeah. So I say, I'd say we can put a pin in that for later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. we'll we'll hit up that float so tank when we're allowed to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Last question. You know, we always like to end with this. Um, just yeah. What what questions do you have for us? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> first of all, what's your pension plan look like? Oh. Ooh. Oh. We give out free uh, pens, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this is a pun-based company. Okay, well, that's a huge bummer for me. Yeah, I mean, it's the gig economy. Um, Mm, Yeah, okay. (laughs) Pension plan. Here's our pension plan. (laughs) (laughs) It was bad. It was bad. I will say, um, what's his fuck? uh, Oh, my God. What's his fucking name? He's a singer. (laughs) Eddie Rabbit. Whatever, he has... You guys all said someone different. Um, he has that song, uh, 24 Karat. What the fuck? Kanye West? Oh my Bruno God. Mars? Bruno Mars, thank you. Oh. He has a really bad pun in one of his songs where he says like, why don't, why don't you come to the penthouse? That's where I keep my pens. So I'm just saying, wasn't as oh, bad so as you that. S- you stole the joke from... You stole the from joke Bruno and Mars? it was worse. And it took me too long to figure out who he was, so it really... All right, well, died. we're going we're gonna to figure out Barbara's punishment. We'll be right back. 
everybody. We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're here with Karen. Hi. Uh, hi. Okay. We're going to do a lady problem. Let's do the theme song and then we're actually going to do one. Oh, we've got like th- three different themes to play now, I'm realizing. Wow. It's going to be a real theme train. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> we pretty much Lady say the problems. words over and over again. Those are our sure. songs. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? Love People it. have them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a horror movie. Yeah. People have them. <laughs> So we started doing um, voicemail, you know, we're, we're doing some from voicemails now, and this is our very first one from voicemail. I'm going to, let me, oh, it won't let me do it because it's too long. Hold on. Let me paste it in the chat too, because it's kind of a long one to like listen to. Sweet. Um, Yeah. And if you want to email us lady problems, you can email anything to us at lady to lady comedy at gmail.com. If you want to give us a call, just so you guys know, here's the number. Three, two, three, six, but thirty. It's six, but thirty somewhere. That is three, two, three, six, but thirty. Give us a call. This is the first time I've heard it. The six, but thirty. B U T T. Yes, yeah. So six B U T T three zero. It's our phone number. <laughs> well done thank you thank you pretty That's happy memorable. about that yeah everybody if you're listening pop it in your phone hey just yeah. send us a voicemail whenever you're out and something crazy happens yeah it doesn't have to be a lady problem it could also just be like a check-in whatever you want we're gonna be using the third segment to kind of you know play those and all that stuff so yeah here we go hi ladies lauren vino friend of the pod here calling with i don't know if it's a problem or a nightmare or what but i got caught creeping on someone's LinkedIn. I got rejected by a few days, never met, um, just passively swiping in quarantine, but it took it harder than I should have and was just looking for clues on his Instagram of, like, why he sh- I shouldn't put him on a pedestal, which, what I, which was what I was doing when he rejected me. And I quickly found a very prominently featured ex-girlfriend who was tagged, who had a public profile on Instagram, and you could see very easily without doing a deep dive that they liked pretty much everything each other posted recently, which is a lot for exes who are even friends, in my opinion. And it helped me spin this narrative of, like, <laughs> he's not available. Um, this wasn't a thing. You're fine kind of thing. But all of her pictures are of her Labradoodle. And all of his pictures <laughs> of her tags were, like, her face was, like, weirdly obscured, like a child of a celebrity it was very strange so i get in this rabbit hole like what does she look like um and i go to his facebook profile because i don't have her full name and um she's tagged in a profile picture pretty not far back again not a deep dive i go to her profile more labradoodle uh, but I have her name. I Google it. I go to images. I click on a headshot. I put LinkedIn. I see what she looks like. It's fine. She's attractive. But we don't look alike. She's got my evil twin. I can move on with my life. And I don't feel good about this. But as the odds of me getting caught, I feel like her slim. And then I get caught. He texts me the next day before coffee um, with a screenshot of her texting him, um, <laughs> me looking at her profile. And he's like, is this something I need to worry about? She's been stalked before. Blah. And I apologize and own up to it. But, like, how did she know without creeping on me, too, um, mm-hmm. and noticing that I had followed him for a week and liked a few things? I'm pretty sure she's just as guilty as me, right? And also, like, how do you guys come back from something like this? Because this whole thing just really rocked my sense of self and was just, like, a huge shit show. Like, is this me? Is this just a lesson of not creeping? How would you guys take all of this? Because I don't know. Thank you. Love you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. 
the yeah. roller coaster of emotions that this <laughs> took me on. My Ooh. upper back is so clenched right now for <laughs> the stress of what she went through and put herself through. <laughs> because you just never think you're going to get caught doing something like that. Like no. we've all take I've gone down so many rubber rubber net holes. <laughs> rubber That's holes. what it is. It's a rubber net hole. It is yeah. a rubber net hole at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know, that's what you do. It's fuck it's easy. It's accessible. It's there. And it's, you don't think you're going to get texted a screenshot that you looked at uh, someone's LinkedIn account. She's that's the part that I get like a visceral pit in my stomach is when she got the text. <laughs> oh, with yeah. the screenshot. But can somebody clarify, um, this was a guy she was about to go meet for coffee. It was someone she was kind of starting to see a tiny bit, and this was his ex. So she was just going like, oh, is this something I have to worry about? And having a private, you know, stalker area, but just in a in a kind of like, or was it always already over with this guy? It was already over. She had been like seeing this guy for a couple of weeks, nothing major. Okay broke it off and then she, and in my opinion she was well within the normal stalking time period <laughs> yes for sure especially after a breakup or after exactly. a yeah, kind of I this think, isn't working out right exactly. she, yeah like she said she still liked him she had put him on a pedestal and it's kind of she was like looking through his stuff and i think that's normal to see this and, and then especially if she saw oh they've interacted a bunch like i shouldn't you know who is this up, person yeah yeah, who, yeah I, I don't answer that weird yeah but, <laughs> here's my question um so I don't understand how so LinkedIn will show you who looks at your profile. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that's that is a good fact for yes. everyone to know. Yeah. Yes. And I think I, I I feel so bad that Lauren went through this, but I think it's important that this information is out there for everyone. Entirely. But you have to have LinkedIn Pro to see it, right? Or you can you see anybody who looks at your profile? I think you can see any. I think you get sent a notification when someone looks at your profile on plain old LinkedIn because I remember doing it. After I did a show one time and one of the producers of the show, I just was like, oh, I wonder what else that guy's worked on and Mm -hmm. then and did it. And then like a day later, someone was like, oh, yeah, they get notifications. And I was just like, what? and it was like, I've never even gone near LinkedIn again because it is. Mm The it's that first of all, social media was invented so we can all stalk each other that we know that. So (laughs) even acting like, is it me? Am I weird? No, no. It's the only reason people are on social media. Married, 80 years old, doesn't matter. Everyone's stalking everybody. That's what you're there for. It's just not fair because LinkedIn, it's like. It's like going, it's like as though you're being told someone's looking at your IMDb page. It's, it's a fucking, it's it's, it's, a professional service. What's the purpose of that? Just to be like, oh, they looked at me so I should follow up with them? Yeah, yeah, that's what's creepy about it is it's like, what are you going to, it's like a creepy guy finding a, like seeing a girl on Tinder and then finding her Instagram. You don't want them messaging you there. You don't want to be like, hey, I saw you looking at me. Can I have a job? That's not right. Oh God, imagine. It's, it's, it was clearly set up by someone who maybe is on the spectrum a tad or doesn't get interacting in a way where it's like, no, no one would want that to happen. So you should, that should not be a feature that should be a bug and you should fix it and get rid of it. But, and also you should absolutely warn people that this is going to happen because it would keep people from just casually going oh where's that that one guy that was in my French class in high school I wonder what he's doing for a living these days totally which like it's a pandemic We're, we've looked at all the French guys in high school <laughs> yeah well and also like at that point the internet puts you in kind of a fugue state so you don't even realize until after you're already on high school French guys page that how you got there yes. it's like how sometimes you don't remember driving home from places it's like you're in <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true that's really well, true well and also sometimes if you have like an inquisitive mind too sometimes i'll see how far down the hole i can get not to do anything but just to like it's exciting just to be a little tiny pi and yes. just be like ooh, look how resourceful and like out of the box i'm thinking right now and finding all this stuff like i don't know it's just kind of a fun game yeah it's kind of just satisfying whatever curiosity comes up as you are sitting around also watching a Netflix series, also doing this, also doing that. But yeah. I think the the extreme shame piece, which I'm totally relating to, is that idea that someone said, no, thanks, not interested. And then she mm-hmm. got caught continuing to be interested, which no one wants to be. Yeah. No yeah. one wants to be revealed as having been. But guess what? Mm-hmm. It's what. It's the truth. Like if you're the breakup E, then oftentimes you're left with this leftover. Oh, but I was kind of still interested in this. Mm -hmm. Um, I, 
I think we should circle around, though, to talk about who in the fuck sees somebody checking their LinkedIn and then is sending a picture to her ex to be like, Thank you. can you get Thank this you. girl away from me? Or it's like, Thank you know you. what? You guys need to go off together to a sandals yeah. resort. Yeah. And you, him yeah. and your Labradoodle Just need go to go fucking <laughs> yeah, go. have a giant family of Labradoodles in Barbados or some shit. We don't need you here. No. And we yeah. certainly don't need you on LinkedIn. And yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like that that woman really violated like girl code. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Absolutely. Like, she obviously surmised that that was going on. It was over between her and this, between Lauren and this guy. So, like, why even send the, t- even if you saw that, no need to send that screenshot. Also, no. No. If, if I were Lauren, I would text back. Uh, uh, it's not a problem on my end, but it looks like you're about to get back together with a total fucking psycho. Enjoy your yes. life. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. I think this is what she should do. She should just be like, actually, I was interested in hiring her for this position. At- mm-hmm. <laughs> so you were using it for professional I have purposes. Some pins. I have some pins that she could have made a nice retirement with. Yeah, exactly. Do you see this ballpoint? I think she would be interested. Thank she you. She no longer is qualified for this pen. <laughs> so i'm looking at it so you have to pay you do have to pay to see who's seen you and you all you have to pay to to not let to lurk other people privately and to let anyone see that and to see who's been looking at you no so it's obviously just them trying to get paid for shit yeah 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 i don't like any of this so are you telling me that linkedin is blackmailing us (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. just for having feelings (laughs) and interests in others it's no good I've been um, I don't know why but this newest um, phase of quarantine has made me very oddly obsessed like hour to hour with my horoscope (laughs) like (laughs) in a way where I feel like I need to keep on checking it (laughs) like well what about nighttime of this day it's very strange But one of the things that I've picked up on that other people say that I absolutely love is that rejection is your protection. Have you heard people Mm -hmm. say that? Mm -hmm. No, but I like that. It's like this idea that like, don't get too caught up in this. You know, it's very easy to go in microscopically and be like, what did he say? What did he do? Where's the text? These these mistakes Mm -hmm. or whatever. Overall, my uh, my words to Lauren would just be pull back a little bit and know that this guy like you can judge him based on his exes. She seems crazy. He's probably way crazier than you even know. Mm-hmm. And this whole event, yes, you, you got your hand burned on this stove, but you never wanted to be anywhere near this stove in the first place. It's a it's a really bad stove. Yeah. Really Get bad out of the stove. kitchen, Lauren. Get, Get out of the girl. kitchen. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. No, not where your place is. Yeah, I mean that's like her definitely her stirring some shit for sure. Like it's it's one thing if she pops up like five or six times, but like a one time look is normal for anybody. Yeah, and also again, that mm-hmm. means that she was also looking at Lauren shit. So yes, yeah. mm-hmm. entire game. Yeah. She is yeah. Exactly. Who who is hunting and who is the hunt? Who's yeah, the hunted? Not, Lauren's not hiding behind <laughs> any fucking labradoodles. All right, so <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. she her she, her face is on full display. Yeah, yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. Exactly. Can we? I, I just want to shout out to the detail of saying that all of her pictures were weirdly obscured, like the child of a celebrity yes. is a <laughs> perfect detail that we all got. And just kudos, Lauren. Hilarious. You're going to do great. Be- that was because beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. I really love the idea that you guys are doing voicemails because it's one thing to read an email, but when someone gets to talk about their shame or their whatever in their own voice, yes. I just love it. And it, it makes me empathize so much more. <laughs> we've all been there humiliating yourself faving something that's eight years old on twitter oh. doing that deep dive shit mm-hmm. uh, everything just welcome to the brotherhood of man because this oh my is, god everyone's done it and everyone has mm-hmm. done it very badly will i'll yeah. just i'll get into my i did it very recently i'm just oh, gonna yeah, say you it. had an incident recently i had oh, an incident yeah. i had an oh. incident <laughs> <laughs> i had to um reply i had to give some like criticism that made me feel a little weird to give because it was one of those things where i felt like i i had been sent something i need to give feedback on but it was so bad what was sent to me i was like are you fucking kidding me like why do i even have to comment on this so anyway i had to like figure out how to say it as nicely as i could right so i wrote the email like five times and was like "Ah," and kept going back okay i'll wait over the weekend all right i'll send it and and then i sent it and then you know of course you go back a few minutes later and you read it 
and I read it and I read it and I was like, okay, I think I did pretty good. And then I had pa- I had pasted some images and then below those images was my <laughs> old my old draft. <laughs> The last more harsh version of the email was underneath. Yeah, I've done this. I've done this. You have? Yes. The the first and last time I wrote an email to someone that was like a fighting email where it was like somebody did something and I was really mad. And then they sent me an email of like, look, I'm sorry, but, but, but. And I hit reply and started responding. And then I kept rewriting and rewriting. And at Mm -hmm. one point, and I, so I was the first, I had basically done a full vitriol pass and then I was lightening it up and lightening it up. And I was halfway through, I was almost done, but the back half was not nice and I hit like return to (gasps) go to the next paragraph and fucking sent it and then (laughs) ring ring here comes a phone call of like what the fuck and I was just like but the good the good thing was we ended up getting to a place where we could actually talk and it was it for stuff like that you should just be talking on the phone anyway but it was the kind of thing where I was like don't ever you draft that in word you get out of email entirely like i don't know how i didn't know that (laughs) that sounds worse than mine so i feel okay that sounds worse than mine you have to draft that in email these you have to learn from yourself and your friends like i now whenever i'm really gossiping i'll put my phone on airplane mode because i i <laughs> this, I'm gonna do a side a side version of this, and this is someone else's story. I won't say her name. I think she would be fine with us saying it. Uh, you know her and love her too. But <laughs> one time there was a guy she went out with, and it was some. It was like a Tinder date or whatever. And then um, the date was over, like it had just ended, and she took a picture of his profile picture and sent it to her friend, and was just like, "Dude, this guy was just so fucking hot," and blah blah blah, and she no. sent it to him. Yeah, she sent it. Yeah, she sent it right to fucking him, and then was just staring at her phone like, "Oh, I really was excited about this guy, and this is officially (laughs) over right this second. (laughs) Like, she never heard from him again. Oh, that's bullshit, though." Yeah, that, you'd think it would be like a nice compliment, but what yeah. a high compliment! Yeah, yeah I would I, think but so. you know what? I think maybe that's a like a, he's just not that into you moment, right? Because that wouldn't he have? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But you don't want that news that fast. You want to be no, able to sure to forty eight hours be like, what if me and that guy or whatever, and then you know slowly <laughs> oh, get yeah, ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're all. I know. Well, then after the <laughs> you had someone call you right after you did that email thing, but I had to make the tr- I was like. Okay, do I write back and be like, "Hey, sorry, that was a did I me- I messed up or do I just leave? I just left it cuz I was like there's yeah. no coming back from this. You have you to just stand gotta, by it. You have to yeah. you can't like you double down. Do yeah, cuz anything you do is only going to make it worse. It's like when you try to fix yeah. your own manicure, you're just going to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like it's it becomes like that painting where like they're trying to redo it and it just becomes the horrible version of the face. <laughs> yeah. The melty the melty Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Remember Jesus, the melty Jesus. Yeah, it just looks like a yeah. Rolo eventually. Yeah. Just yeah, like, exactly. Smooth exactly. chocolate. Yeah. Everybody makes mistakes, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I actually also want to let the listener know I know this for a fact. Um SoundCloud. Uh, certain SoundCloud accounts, if you listen to songs, will let the per- person that put them up know that you have been listening by your email address if you were logged in at the same time. So oh. keep that in that's, mind. That's, I think that's okay, right? Because that's just like music. Uh, depends how, it depends how creepy you're being. I mean, yes. I think okay. yeah, what if there's a song written about you and you're not together anymore, and uh, <laughs> you know it's three in the morning. You don't want that email to go out. Mm-hmm. Or if you, okay, that's true. If you're super into a song uh, and then yeah. you listen to it 72 times in a row, like that's, exactly, yeah, 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 that kind of thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just keep it in mind for everybody in the future. It's not These like that's are great tips. We all. have a lot of good tips yeah. on this episode. <laughs> yes. yes, letting everybody know. God, there's so many don't ways to humiliate yourself. The, these yeah, days. don't so just in yeah. the float tank. Don't mm-hmm. creep on LinkedIn. Yes. No, don't creep on yeah. SoundCloud. The most okay. creepy thing I've ever done is when I was like, when my play was in New York, I was like seeing a guy at the time, not but, like barely seeing him, but like you mm-hmm. know, into him. And yeah. I went on my phone on Facebook to like promote my play to get people to come see it. No. Hit send. I had accidentally posted on his wall a promotion for my play for everyone to come see. (laughs) 
I feel like I've done I've almost done that many times where I've been especially searching on Facebook when you're like trying to like stalk someone and like almost posted the name or something Mm -hmm. (laughs) well when when Facebook first came out there was a day where I was going back and forth with this guy that I went to high school with who I adore and is still a good friend of mine and my other friend texted me and goes and this friend is like a married man you know that like we hadn't yeah. seen each other in a long time but it was like that facebook like da 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 and da 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 and going yeah. back and forth and on my wall there was lots of other things and people talking on his mm-hmm. wall it was all me it literally was like <laughs> 25 messages from me and my friend texted me and goes it, it your your Facebook messages are like red lipstick written in a mirror and I was like wait what and then I looked at it and was like oh my god I don't I'm just old enough like I don't understand a lot of social media this was you know like 10 years ago or whatever and I was just like I gotta get off like I can't be using this half knowing how it actually works no, no, and looks right that's yeah. right. Humiliating. The only okay version of that is like the old people who leave review, like, <laughs> like to leave weird messages on Sizzler Facebook page and stuff. <laughs> That's where you're like, all right, this is good. That's yes. the only version any of us want. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think I might just need to get all the way off the train because I'm in the same boat as you, Karen. Like, I don't care for it. I'm not good at it. I'm mostly just embarrassing myself. And like, I'm not going to learn how to TikTok. I don't even know if that's how you say it. And <laughs> it's for the children. It's not for, like you have to every new thing that comes out. You have to go, oh, I'm this much older. I'm an entire yeah. generation away. Like my niece mm-hmm. sends me TikTok. She does. And I don't know how to stop them when they're over. Like it'll just start again <laughs> or it'll go into like the next TikTok that's waiting. And I'm like, God damn it. Like the next it's like my niece dancing and being cute. And then immediately a TikTok starts where a girl is crying into her phone where I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> fucking watch some teenage girl crying and talking so infuriating and i'm like oh now i'm this person that just like can you turn this vcr off yeah <laughs> i'm like my mom who's like Teresa, i don't have google maps on this computer okay <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's what the beautiful evolution of this show okay the lady before we got to exactly right this was like our you know we're our late 20s and we're just like getting fucked up and figuring it out and now yeah, we're ants who don't know how to do shit and yeah. that's yeah. Good. we're just accepting it oh uh, welcome guys <laughs> welcome to the ants club i've been here yeah. for a while yeah. yeah it's pretty fun we enjoy this space. Good. Yeah. Love to be we're ants. proud ants mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the embarrassment is fun too i think um that's another thing lauren has to remember is it's painful now in three weeks this will be the funniest story you have to tell oh your yeah friend. it's it'll, already it'll hilarious absolutely. yeah so. it's real good guys I can't tell you enough how, um, especially being one of the fir- first podcasts that I ever really like interacted with when I came back to comedy, which was such a very difficult, vulnerable and uh, let's just I'll just say it horrifying time in my life. Mm-hmm. And you guys meeting you, watching you do what you do was really inspiring. It was really welcoming. Mm-hmm. I felt like I got let in the side door of like your your comedy scene, which I didn't expect. I was like, I'm going to do this by myself as the old lady. And um, so it's it's it means the world to me that now you guys get to be on my podcast network. It's like, oh, it took a long yeah. time fucking paperwork sucks but ultimately i'm so so happy you're here yeah shout out to all the linkedin profiles that got us to this point Um, (laughs) (laughs) thank you we're really we're really excited and yeah Yeah. it's gonna be great this is a good time hell yeah yay so um yeah stitcher premium and patreon peeps we're gonna go do the beef of the week which is our new bonus segment that comes out on fridays where we kind of talk about our complaint of the week it's like 10 15 minutes usually so if you want to check out what that is we have all the information on our i don't know our shit go go find it somewhere <laughs> yeah you'll figure it out you'll figure it out you're good at the internet yeah 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 <laughs> yeah we're proud of you welcome see you later <laughs> bye bye, bye. bye. Yeah. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. 
Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.